It's a brand new live from my office coming up in 60-ish seconds. Hey, it's uh, currently June the 12th, Monday, as I record this. And coming up on Friday night, June 16th, just a few days away, we kick off Father's Day weekend with a very special stand-up comedy show at the Rouse Center in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Wherever you are, drive in, fly in, take a stagecoach, however you need to get here, and uh, enjoy the laughs. This is what your dad really wants for Father's Day. So come on out. Support the Rao Center, a great theater, and uh, have a lot of last. Mike Toomey on stage from Channel 9 in Chicago. Also the great Tim Benker, the great John DeCoste, and a guy named Steve Cochran, all on stage. Four Fathers. We are the Four Fathers. The Four Fathers, Father's Day weekend, stand-up comedy special, Friday night, June 16th, 8 o'clock, in the greater Chicago area. Crystal Lake, to be specific, at the Rouse Center. A lot of laughs. This is what your dad really wants. Get him the tickets. And you can do it at rousecenter.org. That's R-A-U-E center dot O-R-G. Welcome to live from my office. My friend, Dr. Ian Smith is ridiculous. Now, why do I say that? I mean it in the best possible way. He is a prolific author. And today we're going to be talking about his 25th book, uh, this part of his mystery series that he writes. In addition to that, he, of course, is always trying to make us healthier. Uh, he, he he talks about modern medicine in a way nobody else does. He communicates health and weight loss and fitness in a way nobody else does. Oh, he's also a speaker, a television host, and somehow manages to work out like a maniac and cook really healthy meals every day. I really don't like this guy. It's the great Dr. Ian Smith talking about his latest book. And pay attention here because we're going to be talking about a book set in Chicago with real Chicago locations. And the names are very familiar. They sound like real Chicago personalities, including some dude that sounds like me. Welcome to Live from My Office. Here's my conversation with Dr. Ian Smith. Always fun to talk to my friend, Dr. Ian K. Smith, America's most prolific author, handsome devil, fine golfer. I hold in my hand his brand new work. It is The Overnights, and I've got a personal stake in this uh, because it is another Ash Kane novel. I love the Ash Kane series, but this is about my business and your business broadcasting. Yeah, you know, um, this book is was so much fun to write. It's the third installment of my Chicago-based PI series uh, based on the character Ash Kane. But I thought you were going to say you have a stake in it because there's a name in there you're going to recognize, by the way. Yeah, well, I just got the book and I haven't had a chance to plow through it. Now, I saw a couple of names I'll recognize because you've taken prominent Chicago uh, types and you've used their names. A lot of people might take that the wrong way. I told you I'd sue you if I wasn't in the book. <laughs> well, good. That means I won't be sued because... Because you're going to be in there. No, listen, this book, let me real fast. This book is Morgan Shaw is a prime evening anchor who's number one in the ratings. Uh, but she is in jeopardy of losing her throne. And she is fighting like heck to stay number one during sweeps, which we, we all know is our ratings period. Very important in TV world. And yep. she's trying to come up with a big story 
to get a lot of viewers to keep that number one position. And as you and I both know, when it comes to competition in the news media, the gloves come off behind the scenes and oh, her yeah. gloves come off and so do other people's. And so there's a body, there's romance, there's revenge, there's all kinds of stuff happening in the overnights. And you and I also both know from the great city of Chicago that many anchors have murdered other anchors in the past. <laughs> we just haven't had time to reveal who the guilty parties are. Some of them are still on TV and all of them are still on the radio. But That's uh, right. I'm well, honored. Well, I'm honored to be in the book. What, am I a good guy, a bad guy? You are who you are. You are oh. Steve Cochran, man. You are the man, uh, the radio right. legend. Um, you know, it's interesting because with this book, and with the other two books that are in the series, I really, it's an ode to our city. We love our city. This is one of the greatest Amen. cities in the country. Um, but all the streets are the right names. The drive goes in the right direction at the right points. The restaurants are real. You know, sometimes people do stuff in Chicago and they throw in a deep dish pizza reference and they think that's Chicago. Well, we're yeah, a lot more right. than deep dish pizza. So um, well, people are going to love that this is our city and, and the cases the um the politics the corruption that we all know uh sure this is part of the overnights explain who ash kane is for people who didn't see the first couple ash kane is a former chicago police uh department detective who leaves because he will not participate in a cover-up and he becomes a private investigator he's a golf fanatic he is very athletic he's rough but he's very intellectual he doesn't do too well in the romance department but he's trying but most importantly, he is determined to seek and find justice when he gets a case. And he will stop uh, at no uh, no ends for him to stop to get what needs to be done. Now, if we take the obvious away for a second, that I can't believe the amount of writing that comes out of you. The other part of this, my friend, is this feels like, and we've never discussed this, did you secretly want to be a badass cop? Did you? Is that, is that like a dream? Listen, I I have respect for police officers, by the way. I think police Amen. officers. Amen. So do I. Yeah. Um, and so, and I love detectives. I loved it. Like, even a little kid, I just love the process of figuring out clues and trying to piece things together. I have good friends who will actually help me with the detective work in the book. Uh, they work for CBD. CBD. So these guys really are my um, inspiration. Uh, because, listen, I've done, Steve, I've done ride-alongs with these guys. They've taken me Amen. out at night. They've shown me cases. The work they do, by the way, is much different than TV. And it's really difficult and it's really important. So I have mad respect uh, for police officers, particularly detectives. You see, uh, when you do a ride along, as you, you and I both have, you see what cops stand down from. Not the news that's made, but what cops stand down from. And the stuff that they you, that would get you in a bar fight tomorrow, that would cause problems every day of your life. And they stand there, they take it, they look the other way. I mean, they do their jobs, but they look the other way. Are there problems in the police department? Every police department has problems. But the vast majority of those men and women go to work every day to do the job the right way. And that's the key, right? So the media, speaking of our business, the media obviously needs to make money. And the media has a tendency to sensationalize certain situations because they know it's going to grab viewers and clicks and all those kind of things. But I honestly believe that the vast majority of law enforcement officials are good people who are there for the right reason, who just want things to be good for everybody. Now, do you have some bad actors? Absolutely, but guess what? You have bad actors in politics, doctors, teachers, lawyers, 
They're everywhere. So I think that when we paint a broad brushstroke over police and say that the police are kind of inherently out to get people, I just disagree with that. I totally disagree with it as well. Uh, again, the book is called The Overnights. The Overnights refers to ratings uh, and ratings are money. It's Dr. Ian K. Smith. All right, let's talk about how much you're writing. This is how many books total. Do you know the number? This is number 25, actually. 25. Yeah. In how many years? Um, I think I started, I got to think back, maybe in 2004. That's crazy. 25 books in 19 years. What's the process? When do you write? So I'm a late night, early morning guy. I like it when everyone else is asleep. Um, I like to write with my music on. Sometimes I listen to Top 40 out of L.A. Uh, I have a station I like to listen to. Sometimes classical. It really depends on the mood I'm in and what the scene I'm trying to write, right? But I listen to my music. And let me tell you something. Writing to me is not a chore. It's a passion. I love sitting down and creating story, allowing my mind to venture into places I in real life can't go or creating characters based, as you will see in the book, creating characters based off of people I know, friends who I met. And if my mind is always like thinking about this could be in a book. I'll see a situation. I'll see a, 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 a parking uh, meter person giving a ticket to someone yeah. and having an interaction. That could be the beginning of a mystery. You know? So anyway, I'm always thinking. I love writing. It's easy for me. And so I don't pay attention to the numbers, Steve. I pay attention to kind of what the product is like. I like to produce good product that keeps people interested and engaged. So you're averaging more than one a year. That's a tremendous amount of writing. And I assume the next one's teed up. May not be Ash Kane. Maybe it's more the health world that you've spent so much of your career in. But you must. Oh, you got two. You're working on two. Can you write done. two? Oh, they're done up. Yeah, so you're ahead of the game. You know which two are coming. But can you write an Ash Kane simultaneously with a book about uh, trying to save my life? Well, that's a great question. No one's ever asked me that. You know, it's different sides of the brain. And what I realized a long time ago is no, I really can't. Because when I'm writing my murder mysteries, my novels, I got to kind of be in that creative in mental flow. Right. And when I'm writing more of my medical books, like the last one was the Metflex Diet, my diet book, when I'm writing that, it's really about research. Like, you know, what's the latest study? So it's a very different world um, and it requires different type of muscles to write. And so, no, I don't, I clear the path when I'm writing one particular genre. So I'm a little older than you, uh, but we come from basically the same generation. And when I grew up in the seventies and you in the eighties, um, private eyes on TV were the coolest guys. They all were flawed, but they were the coolest guys. And maybe they were no longer on the force for one reason or another, but they knew how to bend the rules and that they broke them. They only broke them a little. And they were, as you said, were always out for justice. Was that kind of TV, the inspiration too, in the back of your mind for this? 100%. Because think of Magnum P.I. Who sure. was cooler than Matt, Tom Selleck as Magnum P.I.? Well, there was a guy um, in the early 70s named Mannix, M-A-N-N-I-X. Mannix was this good-looking, cool, Jim Rockford-looking dude. Jim Rockford played yeah. private eye as well, uh, or was a private eye, uh, the fictional character. But yeah, Magnum, you know, Magnum came off of those guys as well. Yeah, Rockford Files, uh, um, Columbo. Barnaby Jones, 110-year-old, bar, you know, uh, bar, uh, Buddy Epson, all those. Beretta, remember Beretta? 
See? It's so, tremendous. Yeah, so so to your point, I've always loved watching PIs and detectives. Uh, and like you, you described it perfectly. They bend the rules just a little. They work outside. Uh, and so, yes, I'm always attracted to that kind of character. And that's who Ash Kane is. This is a guy who something bad happened um, in the police department and he couldn't take it. He couldn't sit there and go along with it. So he leaves, gets a settlement. He leaves. But he also loves cases. So he becomes a private investigator and he will only take on cases that really interest him or that have some kind of real meaning. He's not doing it for the money. He's got his own money. And so when he takes on this case brought to him by Morgan Shaw, who's one of the evening anchors, she asked him to come help her because she's being stalked. She's being harassed and he doesn't want to take it. He says, no, I don't care how famous you are, how beautiful you are. This isn't the work I do. And she lulls him and, you know, reels him in. He takes the case and then finds himself in the middle of a whole bunch of mess. And that's, that's the thrust of it. That's why I like uh, that's why I like the book. And if you grew up in Chicago or you live in Chicago, it doesn't matter where you are, you're gonna love this book because it's super entertaining. But in Chicago, you'll know the names. You'll absolutely know the names, and it makes it even more fun for you because you can put the names in place. Now, I don't even know if you knew because you're a better person than I am, but did you know that Robin Baumgarten was a murderer? You probably didn't know that, did you? <laughs> I just saw her yesterday, by the way. I was I I was congratulations, sir. She just got married, by the way. She and I told her that. I said, you just got married. You're a little sneaky because I didn't know it. I'm sitting there at the desk and see the big wedding. I was like, oh, she goes, oh, yeah, I just got married. Um, but yeah, I've been sitting next to Robin for a very long time doing WGN TV. But the interesting thing is you're right. You will see the names. You'll see the places. And if you're not from Chicago, the book is almost like a roadmap to our city. In fact, here's a fun thing. Uh, I'm doing a $10,000 contest, a giveaway. Whoever can solve some clues that I gave and five questions. So in my Facebook group, it's called the good reading room, the good reading room, or my Instagram page at Dr. Ian Smith, spell the doctor out. I a N Smith. Look at the link in my bio. I actually am giving five sets of clues with five questions and whoever can answer all five questions, right. will win $10,000. The first person. That's amazing. That is amazing. And you can sign up right away. Right away. But let me tell you something. You got to be a detective. The whole idea is you have to do what a detective does. You have to look at clues that aren't always very obvious. Think about it. Do a little internet research and come up with the five answers. And we'll see who gets it. I'm hoping someone wins it. We're still trying to figure out a time where you and I can play golf together. We're now in our 10th year of that project uh, because you're the busiest man on the planet. And, you know, I need a nap. Um, (laughs) But uh, uh, we're going to work that out. But tell me, if you can, what the next health book is going to be that you have finished. What's it called? So I'm working on a book about how to eat foods based on your age. We've heard this is a big deal. Yeah, it is. It is. Because as we age, our body changes. We require different nutrients in different levels, at different levels. And so if you're a younger person, you're worried about this. If you're middle-aged, you're brother's older. So I want to be able to guide people to say, these are the major food nutrients or ingredients you should be consuming based on where you are in life. And uh, metabolism changes too, right? It changes. But Steve, here's the deal. We always thought at the age of 30 that your metabolism fell off the cliff. It doesn't. New studies show between the ages of 20 and 60, your metabolism is actually relatively stable. It's not until 60 
that it starts slowing down at about 0.7% per year. So for those who are saying, I can't lose weight or I'm gaining weight because my metabolism is slow and you're between the ages of 20 and 60, it probably is not that. It probably is because you are metabolically inflexible, which is why I wrote the Metflex diet. And the Metflex diet's fabulous as well. That's out and available everywhere. Um, now, nobody's a bigger proponent of healthy exercise than you. Past 60, because I happen to be, you can see it from where you are. you got some room left, but you'll get there. Uh, <laughs> past, past 60, can you adjust your own metabolism, speed it up in a healthy way by doing the fitness routine you should do every day? Yes. Um, exercise, consistent exercise is one of the few things that can actually speed up your metabolism temporarily, not forever, but it's okay temporarily. Uh, and I'm working on another project where I'm trying to get people to understand that just doing a little bit of exercise on a consistent basis is still enough to move the needle. So one of the books I'm working on is about bite-sized activity so that people who have just 10 minutes, let's make the 10 minutes work. We can get smart. done in That's 10 minutes. Super smart because you eliminate excuses. You know, you make it easy, eliminate excuses. All right. So you and I are doing this by Zoom. We're not together. I hold in my hand the book. You can see it behind Dr. Ian if you're watching on Zoom. Ian K. Smith, The Overnights. I have the book. I haven't finished reading it because, frankly, I just got it. But if you were here and you were signing it, what would you say? I would say, Steve. Because I'm going to write it right now. Steve, I hope this book keeps you up late at night trying to figure out what's happening. Nice. That's it. <laughs> nice. And by the way, late at night for me is 830. Oh, so, you know, when you're getting up at 330, you know the drill. Yeah, so, I do. I do. All right, my, all right, my friend, you're the best. And uh, go get it. Get two copies. You're careless. You'll lose one. Download two more for your friends. It's the latest for me and Kay Smith. The Overnights. You're really going to get a cool peek at Chicago when you read it. Get it wherever you are and share it with your friends. Thanks, pal. Hey, man, I'll come see you soon in studio, okay? Please. All right. Take care. Thank you, Dr. Ian Smith. Check out the show notes for details on his $10,000 giveaway and a direct link to get tickets for our uh, Father's Day weekend show. Don't forget the radio show's on every day, Monday through Friday. I am on from 5.30 to 9. That's why I look so tired. See? That's 5.30 to 9 on the Big 89 WLS in Chicago, wherever you stream radio. You can get it on all of your smart and semi-smart devices and devices that need tutoring. So do that if you can, please, and listen to the radio show every day, the Big 89 WLS, 5.30 till 9. WLSAM.com is a bunch of podcasts on there, too. Uh, clips from this show and the like, and uh, we hope you'll check those out. In the meantime, thank you, Ross Cochran, for all that you do uh, to put this show on because it doesn't get on without you. And subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen on whatever platform you listen. It's highly appreciated. Tell your friends we're back with a new episode in just a matter of days. But for now, that's it this time on Live from My Office. 30 years plus on the airwaves. You have turned your dial to me. Now you're tuned into my podcast. It's live from my office, Steve. From Ithaca, New York, 
to Carolina South. W. Cochran from Minneapolis and then Chicago twice. Top rated shows achieved. Sit back, relax, and now listen to my show. When or wherever you are, cause you're on the go. A-list celebs with some laughs and great info. Live from my office, the Steve Cochran Podcast Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. No better place to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Subscribe and like for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live from my office, Steve. So glad you're with me. It's live from my office, Steve. Thank you for listening to Live from My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Support the show by subscribing wherever you're listening and by telling your friends about it. Follow Steve on all social media channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And make sure you check out this episode's show notes for relevant information discussed during the conversations. You can also email the show directly at thecochranshow at gmail.com with any questions or comments. And that's the best place to tell us about your favorite nonprofit so we can make sure we mention them on the next episode. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. He would love to emcee your event. And occasionally, he's funny. Thank you for listening. Head to CochranShow.com for more. <laughs>